Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No. Hello, hello. Yo, yo, Victoria. How <laughs> are you today? I've had barely any sleep. Oh my God, we've both had a shit night's sleep, haven't we? Mm. Oh, mate, I just feel like for every single time you record this podcast at the moment, I look like hammered shit. If I'm not ill, I'm just exhausted. Yeah, me too. I'm the same. Don't worry about it. In the my day, nose looks massive. Shit life. Shit life. Shit life. Um, I just need sleep. Oh no, mate! It's just a never-ending, it's like hell, basically. Yeah, I, just I just hope he was up a lot, a lot. Is he poorly, oh, or is he just tired, no, or I don't, just I, no reason? Thing is, Steve and I have been poorly. Steve's still poorly. So I do like there were points throughout the night last night where he was like, "I can't sleep," or "I've had a bad dream." That I thought mm, maybe he's starting to come down with something. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what time in the morning it was, but I literally stood at the side of his bed and I was going, Toby, please just, please just lay down and go to sleep because I'm so tired. Mommy's so tired. And like, it. you know, when you're that tired, you're not really thinking rationally. And then I woke up this morning and then I felt fucking horrendous. I was like, poor Toby, do you not think he was tired, Laura? And then you were guilting him with the fact that you were tired. Oh, no, there's, uh, oh. mate, you don't need to feel good about that. It is the shittest feeling. It's so frustrating, but I was exactly the same because Oliver woke up last night. Edith fell out of bed. Oh, um, no. But I, so I stayed at my mum's on Monday night because um, it was my dad's funeral. Oh, fun. It was, uh, yeah, a lot to process. An experience. It was an experience. Not one to repeat. No, thanks. No, I don't really I'm, want to good. do that. Um, it was very, yeah, it was very emotional and quite a lot. And uh, I'm just kind of glad it's over, you know, mm. um, just a lot of closure. In, on, a lot of closure. It was just, that's why we have them, isn't that's it? Right. That's why they we have serve them. a very valid purpose. A horrible one, but a, a needed one. Um, yes. And uh, I stayed at my mum's and Rob had the kids obviously on his own here. <laughs> they ended up... <laughs> In both of them in the bed with him. So he said he was woken up at 2.30 by one of them and then basically Rob didn't go back to sleep. So that was his night. So he was absolutely fucking ruined yesterday. Um, But then, so tonight, last night, I was like, I'll be... Don't worry, love. I'll be on duty. I'll be on duty. Because Thinking had, they'd sleep through. Yeah, hoping with every fibre of my being that they would sleep through. But um, it's my kids, isn't it? So, you know, of course. doesn't happen. Seven years in. Mystery. To absolutely just no, there's no predictability with the sleep with my kids. Because they do sleep through, just not all the time. Mm-hmm. So I think three out of seven nights, one of them wakes up and... um normally Rob ends up in Oliver's bed 
but he's got a double bed, so it's not too bad. But anyway, well, I do night... wonder whether last night was a full moon or if there was a change in the moon. I know Maybe. that sounds because no, no, the moon has a big impact. Well, yeah, because not only did Toby have a really disturbed night, but Elliot came in and said, "Oh, I've had a really bad dream." But by that point, God love him. I mean, I was uh, I my revert my reserve tank had well and truly gone. And I, pa- I I patted him on the tummy and I went, "You're safe now. You go back to bed." <laughs> and Steve said he just stood there for a while and stared at me and then turned around. <laughs> Bed. Like, oh okay, God. mummy's broken. Oh God. But, but hilariously, yeah. can I just tell you something? And that is so Steve and I, you know, this morning obviously Steve is still ill because he's a man. And he's he was laying in bed. We were both saying about how fucking tired we were. He was saying how ill he was. Talking about last night, he went, Laura, I've got to tell you. He said, right before Elliot came into the room. Now I sleep closest to the door, the front yeah. door, the front door, the bedroom door. He said, right before Elliot came in last night and the bedroom door opened, he said the Xbox, that it, there's an Xbox in our room, but it doesn't get used. He said, it just fucking turned on all on its own. And he said, I laid there and thought, fuck, that's weird. Why did that happen? And then he said, when I heard the bedroom door go, I thought, oh my God, keep your eyes shut. Don't move. He's a ghost. I pretend to be asleep. I said, that is the, the most shittest thing you could possibly say. It was I almost know. like, take Laura first. Like, <laughs> whatever you do, don't take me. I'm asleep. I I must be protected at all costs. Take that fucking bitch that's closest to the door. So I can't... The fact that you thought that there was a potential risk of yeah. life and... You, you chose just close your eyes. to roll over and pretend like you weren't there. And also, Steve, what is that going to do in terms of defending yourself? Oh, oh, there's someone about to attack me in Machete. Tell you what, I just closed my eyes and it isn't happening. But he, uh, <laughs> first of all, he wanted to turn the Xbox on. Let's <laughs> have a little quick game of Lara Croft and then uh, we're going to murder you. All right? I'm not going to murder you. <laughs> Oh dear. yeah, so that was my night. Sorry oh, to interrupt well, your night, but it wasn't much better, was it? Mine, so uh, yeah. Obviously, you just fell out of bed, and you slept in Oliver's bed. I slept in Oliver's bed, and he just wriggled around like a worm for hours before he went back to sleep. So I hate sharing a bed with a child. It is mm. literally. I, I put this in my stories. I would rather sleep in Mrs. Trunchbull's chokey. I think it would be a more enjoyable experience. Oh, mate. When I read that, it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> it would actually be more comfortable. And you'd probably get poked less than sleeping in the bedroom. I think you child. would. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at one point, Toby, so <laughs> Toby gets quite aggro when Steve goes into him. He doesn't like Steve really generally out of a night time. It's just me. And um, that's Edith. Jesus, these second oh kids, God. man, mate, so, so titled. Are they? He he was. I'd gone into him. I got back to bed, and he's like disturbed again. And in the end, I was like, "Oh, Toby, do you just want to come and have a cuddle with mummy?" And he fucking he was out of his bed quicker than that, and like frog marched himself into our bed. And he, honest to God, it was in that moment in the depths of the night when I felt so utterly exhausted that he did the most adorable thing that I just thought, my God, this is why I have children, even though it's so shit and I'm so tired. So he, I always have him in my arm. Like imagine you're, you've got a newborn baby and it's like tucked in your arm. And then he, he rolled over. He took my arm and pulled it round him so that both of my arms were around him. And then he was just rubbing my 
arm with his hands and I was like oh my god I love you so much yeah but how the fuck do you sleep like that I'd be like actually get off me yeah. I didn't fucking I sleep I, my condition is with the children when they get me I'm like do not look at me do not touch me do not come within 10 centimeters of oh, my I don't body get that luxury. do not breathe on me but obviously they just they have no respect for me Laura do you think they actually obey any of those rules <laughs> Yeah, but he can't be on the side that so he can't be in between Steve and I because Steve gets RC. Oh, he's kicked me in the balls. Yeah. So I so have good. to have him on my edge, my edge of the bed and move myself further inward. So I never fucking sleep when they're in the fucking bed with me. Ever. What's this hate? I know some and then people like proper share love it, don't they? No, mate, I don't. Like right. my bed is meant to be shared with my husband, you know? That's it. So when or I come to stay with well, you, nobody. Um, yeah, exactly. I want to just, I always say this, my preference for sleep is in a coffin. That's, that was how <laughs> I'd love to sleep. Or Trunchbull's choking. <laughs> or Trunchbull's choking. One of the two. Which is why when I come to see you next week, and uh, book myself a nice little Airbnb for me and Oliver. There is a bunk bed in there, but I know for a while that he's not going to sleep. But the thing is, he'll wake up in the night, so he might as well just come in the bed with me because there's a double bed as well. And yeah. then I know I'll have like a constant night's sleep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm really looking forward to it. I can't wait. I'm so excited. so much fun. He's like, yeah, I'm going to sleep. And home. the weather is meant to be lush as no, well. No, which is perfect. Yeah. Um, do you know what I didn't even take into consideration was my hand and driving. Oh no, what are you going to do? Well, I, I think it will be all right by then because I drove yesterday, but I only went up to Dunelm, so it wasn't very I only far. Went to Dunelm. I only went to Dunelm. I went to Dunelm. Oh God, I went into Home Sense as well, obviously. Not Stop. Home Sense, TK Max, but the fucking pumpkin shit is out already. Don't talk to me about it. It pisses oh, me off. It's August. I'm just not up for autumnal decoration. I don't no, understand it. because it's it. summer. Yeah, but just I don't understand it as a concept. Like, why? Oh right, yeah. Are we Wait, putting it's fucking an American pumpkins thing. everywhere? It's like it's very much it's, here now in the UK. It is, yeah, big time. Yeah, like those... I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I do kind of get into it. I'm sorry, I can't help it. When I see the little mini pumpkins that are 25p and little, I can't help yeah, but those, just those buy are cute. them. But, uh, but where where do you put it? I just don't really have any. Does it go in the loft or something? Well, some people they literally decorate the whole fucking house. That's what I mean, don't they? yeah, I it's, it's, it's like I don't know. I can't be doing, I can barely change my uh, wardrobe in a seasonal fashion, let alone my whole yeah. fucking house decorations. It, it stresses me I out. I love the look at it, but I am too fucking lazy, mate. I can't be bothered. Well, I don't like, I mean, I say I don't like clutter. I've got about four billion knickknacks in this house, but everything is in a very designated space. And I, yeah. can't, I can't upset the equilibrium by bringing, mm. bringing in a stray pumpkin. No, you know what, though? I'm the same with regards to it. I was only talking to my friend who also has ADHD yesterday, and I said I love I love people who have the organisation and the ability to keep organisation, and I want that, but I don't have it. No. So, like, I think I can do it, and then I can't. I can't, I can't no. maintain it. It's just, it's, but it really pisses me off because I want it, but I can't fucking maintain it. My friend, she has OCD, which is obviously a debilitating thing to live with, but, but she manages it quite great. well. But her house looks fucking great. Even I get like I get boot envy. At the back of her boot, she's got two plastic containers with like the lids on. One's for just niff naff and triv, and then the other one is for like shopping bags. What the fuck I is niff naff and triv? You know, like Wellington boots or you know fucking okay. Back, you know, like a winter, like a yeah. But what cudule. the hell does niff naff and triv mean? I've never heard that before. Niff naff and trivia. No. Oh, there you go. Fascinating. So learned something new. Sounds like I was like, are those her kids? 
Those are our children stuck in the box. Um, and so I bought the two, I bought two boxes to copy. I was like, this is such a great idea. But you know what has to happen, Vic, is you actually have to continually do it over and over. I can't do Too that. Too much commitment, isn't it? it? I can't commit to that. And it no. really upsets me because that's what I want, but I can't have it. No. My life, I'm really great at it for a couple of days and then... I'm shit at it. But that's what we've said this before about with our kids and stuff. Like people are like, why don't you try a reward chart? Why don't you try a marble jar? I cannot commit to that shit. All right. I'll do it for a week. And then I just sort of forget that it exists. And that just undermines our entire sort of parenting, really. If you then suddenly like, we live by the marble jar. And then four (laughs) days later, they're like, mommy, what about a marble? And you're like, what? What are you talking about? No, we're not doing that anymore. I I know, but also that's the other thing. Like the kids, they they would be like, oh yeah, like the marble jar. And I... Like, oh, we haven't got time for the marble jar right now. Like, we'll That's do it, it when we get home. And yeah. then, oh, mummy, you didn't give me the marbles for bedtime. Oh, well, we'll do it tomorrow then. I oh, know, I can't. It's too Actually, much commitment. It's, it's, it's also more um, sort of upset for my children when I, I disappoint them on a regular basis. So I just think it's far easier for me not to do that and yeah, just to disappoint them from the get-go. You know, yeah, I don't put their hopes up too high of my expectations. <laughs> so I want, so I have a lot of niff, naff and triff. I've got to stop. All right, nose picker. No, do you know what? I've got a little thing in my nose. Is and it it's sharp? Like, oh, it's really hurt. Almost feels like a, a, a sharp bogey. It feels, like, it feels like a paper cut in my nose. Mate, that's allergies. <sighs> Is it? That's allergies, love. Oh, it really, I've got almost got to just put my finger on it to make it yeah. feel good. I know exactly I what I mean. It. I don't like it. Take an antihistamine. Like... That will oh, okay. Talk. That will that will sort it out. So obviously, I was like, I've got I've got an astral cancer. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what I thought immediately because I keep getting them, but I've only had them. Now you say that I've only had them seasonally, so it's, I haven't. I don't get them in the winter, but in the in the. I in don't know a lot, summer. but I do know some stuff. I know <laughs> stuff about bums, and I know stuff about allergies. <laughs> this is so true. Yeah, bums You're and bum allergy queen. I am the bum allergy queen. Yeah, there I was going to say something else to you then, and I've forgotten what it was. That's really going to fucking piss me off. There is a very large blue bottle in my house, and I'm telling you now, Vic, I want to pummel the shit out of it. <laughs> I hate them. Um, was well, should we read a story? Oh, why? Why not? When in Rome? Not caught in the act. Yeah. Caught in the act. I've got a story called Caught in the Act here. Oh, have um, you? Oh, yeah, my God, they, I didn't know that. I, t- I had absolutely no idea. I'm so surprised. My, my girls, hi girls, loving the raw honesty of your podcast. I've just been listening to episode 61 and it reminded me of a time myself and my now husband were caught in the act. Love it. My husband had come to stay at my parents' house whilst they were on holiday and being in the honeymoon period, we couldn't keep our hands off each other. Every chance we got, we were at it like rabbits. He had just had a bath and was sat in the pure glass conservatory in nothing but a towel when I decided to go straddle him facing outwards and have a crafty shag. So basically it looks like she's sitting on his lap, right? Right, yeah. When to our horror, our neighbour appeared at the fence and proceeded to have a conversation with us. She was there for about 15 minutes, by which time he had got the flop. Yeah, no, no fucking shit, mate. 15 minutes and fucking chit chat. And, and also the gone. fear of flop, like if the fear is going to make it flop immediately. I still didn't know to this day if she realised what we were up to. I mean, I'm going to say she didn't because otherwise you wouldn't exactly sit there for 15 minutes and be like, oh, how's your mum, would you? And also, they're stuck. I'm guessing she was dressed. Yeah, we've got. Yeah, so he's come out of the bath. He's got a I towel. I fucking hate nosy neighbours. 
Yeah, me too. I told you, I, I I don't like talking to people at all. My boy says that about me. I mean, I'm not like you, but I'm I, so London. That's I do I'm, like to. I do like to be. Oh, obviously, I love a chat, but I do like to be when I'm in my garden. I like to be at one with myself, you know. Yeah, because it's your private space. Yeah, it's and an extension of the house, isn't it? So it is, yeah. don't talk to me. And also, if I'm gonna, you know, swear or talk to Steve about something, I don't want. You know, to feel like someone else is going to be involved in it. I can't I'd be, help I'd be being... really pissed off with that neighbour. I'd yeah, be really also, pissed off. You're sat in a glass Lazy conservatory, cunt. mate. I mean, so that's a glass conservatory. Yeah, but I would have done it. What's that saying? People shouldn't throw stones when they live in glass houses. Well, people shouldn't shag and in not glass. expect their neighbours to talk to them if they're going to have sex in glass houses. There you go. Yeah. So catchy. But also, <laughs> it's your private property. So if you want to have a fuck in a conservatory, you should have a fuck in a conservatory. Yeah, I don't it also takes wrong. quite a lot, doesn't it? Like you really mm. think about it, you're in a glass conservatory, and your neighbour pokes their head over the over the wall. Yes, the, the doors must have been open. Oh, be well, they must be have like, been. Oh. Otherwise, Jesus Christ, that's extreme, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot. That's never going to happen here because A, I never have sex. Conservatory. <laughs> a is the most important part of that. I never have sex, <laughs> and B, I don't have a conservatory. C, I don't talk to my neighbours. I so am a conservatory. I'm, I'm telling you now the shit that the people yeah, will have right. seen <laughs> over the back from us. We've even had sex downstairs before, and I've said to Steve, I'm like, people in the back, like they could potentially see in. Yeah, but at that I, point, we, he don't really give a shit. No, we've definitely done that at night time as well. And you know, if yeah, you're, and you, you can, can see definitely more. see in. Yeah, we've done it in the kitchen. Yeah. Obviously, had to christen the uh, new kitchen island, didn't I, two years ago? <laughs> I've, we've never had sex in the kitchen. I was just bent over it, I wasn't on it. Oh, okay. That was, logistically, that would have been an absolute nightmare because um, I'll tell you what is funny, actually. Yeah, that would be sexy trying to see you fucking get up there. It's the same as me trying to see me I'll get up right. on my kitchen side. Rob's not very tall, so it would be quite hard for him to actually kind of <laughs> penetrate me. But this is a funny little story about the, uh, about the funeral. Um, so Rob was one of the people that carried the coffin in and um, it was my cousin, my brother, my cousins, and then my my husband, Rob, and my sister's husband, Tiago, who, um, a little shout out to Tiago, actually, this will really annoy Rob, because <laughs> um, Rob's been in the family for, what, 11 years or something, and Tiago has only been in the family for about two years, but he became a very firm favourite very quickly, old Tiago, and Rob's pretty rubbed up the wrong way about it. He even <laughs> made a joke in his, um, in his little, because he, he spoke on my behalf, because there was no way I could speak at the funeral, I was too much of a wreck, but he did a little bit where he was like, if you don't know who I am, I'm Ian's favourite son, son-in-law, until Chiago came along. <laughs> everyone had a little laugh. <laughs> anyway, so they carried in the coffin. But um, everyone's really tall in my family. The men are all like six foot oh, plus. Oh, God. I know what and you're then... going to say. <laughs> Rob. Rob may as well have not been holding the coffin. <laughs> yeah, but it's really funny because, you know, I always set the piss out of him with his Cuban heels. <laughs> and so he, had, he was like, feet, I've got to wear my Cuban heels because otherwise I'm not actually going to be able to reach the coffin. <laughs> So he did. He wore his little Cuban heels just so he could reach the fucking coffin. But even then, with his little fandangos on, I don't even like. He's just like, oh, here, fandango. That's what I always think whenever he's wearing them. Um, <laughs> he still then afterwards he was like, oh, I turned talking to my brother and being like, yeah, the the coffin was like surprisingly light, and my brother was like, 
No, it wasn't, mate. It was really fucking heavy. My dad was like six foot two and weighed quite a bit. It's like, no, it was not like. So funny. So basically, Rob was walking along, you know, with about a centimeter. The coffin was a centimeter away from his actual shoulder. (laughs) Oh my God, that is so funny. Oh, dear. It did make me laugh. <laughs> it did me proud, actually. I was very, um, very thankful for him. We love Rob. Being my husband and all. Um, and there's so many people at the wake come up to me, like family and stuff, who, like extended family, who I haven't really seen properly or spent time with, and they haven't spent time with Rob. But they're all Brummies, aren't they? And obviously, oh. Rob's a big fat Brummie. So, um, and he's also. Chatty Cathy. He's so chatty. He's the yeah. opposite of me. He's I bet, free. I bet you any money was picking up all of the danger risks that were in that. Oh, he wake. was. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, he loved it. Um, he was yeah. stressing about how to carry a coffin correctly for ages. It's like, it's Cuban, it, mate. <laughs> they're going to tell you how to do it. The Cuban Hills, they're magic. They give you magic powers. Don't worry, you'll be fine. Magic powers oh to repel God. women. <laughs> Oh, honest to God, I can't fucking cope. That is so funny. Oh my God. I shouldn't uh, be laughing because obviously God love him. The fact that he he want he was so desperate to get that moment right. I know. Like, he invested time and energy <laughs> into looking at the, the reality of the fact that he's not a tall man and going, How am I gonna match these men? I know yeah. what he And he was like, What? He's like five eight, or is he five? He's five seven, maybe. He's the same. He's Aww. only about an inch taller than me. So oh, yeah, he, like, he's a good couple of inches shorter than everyone else. So <laughs> it oh, was a sight to my heart because I've laughed and feel <laughs> love and joy and sadness all at the same time. I didn't. Oh, but think all the Brummie family after that came up to me like, oh bloody hell, I love Rob. Oh he's so lovely, he's lovely. Oh he's so lovely. That's all they kept saying. I was he like, chill fun. out. Yeah, it's my dad's funeral, right? So I'm lovely, but I didn't talk to anyone obviously because I hate it. It was like so social anxiety inducing because there were so many people that I didn't know there. Loads yeah. of his work colleagues and stuff. They'd be like. Victoria, I'm like, <laughs> did a good job, but I think there was some seriously awkward conversations. Because also, yeah. what do you say at a funeral? I know, you know, uh, it's hard. It, and like, oh, it's awkward. I, I worked with your dad 15 years ago. I'm like, and okay, um, that's nice. It's a hard day today. Uh, all right, <laughs> I'm going to go back to talking to my friends. <laughs> it's my two best mates game. <laughs> two of my best mates. Obviously, you are one of my best mates. I wasn't there because it was Toby's birthday. I mean, you hadn't asked me to be there, but I would have been there regardless. I'd never yeah. met your family. That would have been weird. Yeah, I think that was more it because the, the two that came of like, then I, I wouldn't have cared. Dead. I still no, would have no, no, you would have been you would have been wailing like a banshee holding onto the coffin. I reckon. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But I would have been there to support you. That's it. <laughs> oh, dear. all it comes down to, man. That's all it comes down to. Support my main bitch. Yeah. So many tears. But um, oh, I, I can only imagine. It's fine. It's fine. Let's move on. Um, I mean, all that came from a story about having sex in the conservatory, like, so. which feels weird. I'm not going to lie. Do you remember in the last episode when I read a confession, which off the top of my head I cannot remember? And I then said, do tell more. Yeah. What was Oh, the, yes, what, that's right. We asked for what, more um, feedback. Of the information the, of what the, it was. Confessor. You, yeah, but can you remember what it was? I've forgotten. <laughs> oh, God, I can't remember. Was it something about shagging mates or husbands or swinging or something like that? 
Oh no, it's I've had sex with more people since being with my husband than That's ever it. before. Yes, yes. And then go. we were like, do tell more. Yeah. Well, she totally did do tell more. Did oh, do yes. tell more. Come on. Uh, met my now husband at 19. Within eight months, we had lived together for six months, bought a house and were expecting a baby. Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. I'm now 45 and three kids later. He's always had some health problems which didn't hinder our sex life to begin with, but I was a very greedy engineer. Hmm. Who knew that engineers could be greedy? Who enjoyed male company whatever, uh, whenever working away. When husband's medication meant that some bed- he had some bedroom issues, we had a conversation and spent a long time where he was happy as long as I was happy, which meant me sleeping with other men, sometimes women. Uh, we didn't discuss that or uh, who I did it with. Then a couple of years ago, he was prescribed some medication that changed his life and we now have a healthy sex life and I can only have sex with him now. This was never an issue as we have always talked and consent was given from both sides. Please keep me anonymous. So there you go. That's what it was. So she so basically, basically her husband used got to shag the, other people. Her, yeah, her husband got the bedroom flop and then she uh, she went and found other dick. But then now they're back to being monogamous. And now he's not got the bedroom flop and they're back to... One on one. I don't know how I feel about that. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? Because I, I think... can do it. It's like one of those where if you've had a taste oh of own. multiple um, willy... Yeah. It, within I think your relationship. And then you're like, oh, what? I thought... Go back to the singular cock. Go back to one? Yeah, I think I'd find that I don't hard. think I could do it. What, go back to it? Just one? Yeah, I think if if I want, because sometimes it, you know, you want a different flavour. Do you know what I mean? Unless it's um, <laughs> unless actually. By the way, I've never slept with anyone yeah, else while being that. Steve. That doesn't sound good. But my point is, is if you've got a taste for that other life, yeah. And the only thing that then brought you back to being, you know, in one relationship with one man was that his dick worked. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's so a it funny. Yeah, I know so, you mean. So, no, so, I know what you it's, mean. It's, it's, it's a totally, I, I mean. But then woo-hoo. actually maybe the multiple um, different flavours actually wasn't as sort of satisfying or as um, not rewarding, but yeah, satisfying as maybe you expect it to be. Do you think Rob would give that consent? Absolutely not. No. I don't think Steve would. Uh, maybe if he fucking he, broke if his he... heart. I don't know if he if he was if he couldn't have sex. I don't know. I know. I just it's not even to do with his penis. He would be heartbroken. I think so too. Yeah, I think Rob wouldn't. He's not really down with that. He's a he's a one minge one cock kind of guy. Well, yeah, I can say that. I, I to to date, I'm not aware of any um, extra extracurricular activity that Steve has taken part in. There's been no dodgy messages found, uh, you know. Um, so I can confirm that he's so far just put his dick in my hole. But, um, yeah, I don't know. What about with the other way around? What if it was the other way around? Say like, okay, say... Well, I like... didn't want to have sex anymore and I was like, go on, off you go. Yeah. Or, or I think no, it made me that... want to have sex with him more. But if you did, not even that you didn't want to have sex, but you couldn't have sex... Yeah, I don't know, because obviously I'm not programmed that way, am I? <laughs> I no, find it really odd. In, a, in a theoretical situation. Yeah, because Steve and I talked about it, and I said, I think if I knew of him going off and having sex with other women, it would make me like want to climb him like a tree. Yeah. Yeah, but then I'd also want to punch him in the face. But what if you weren't able to have the sex? Have the sex. Have the sex. What, I'm too, I don't know if it's like a psychological barrier or 
to the sex. We don't really know what the health issue was, but like, I don't know, this is separation, isn't it? If you can't actually have sex, it doesn't become psychologically like you're just detached from sexual thoughts or yeah. is it still there, but just the physical process doesn't doesn't allow for it to happen. But would you allow it? Would you be like, go on, Rob, I can't have it, so off you go? I don't know. I mean, I'm just well jealous, so yeah, I I'd find There's it really no way hard. I could do it. I'd have to be like... Um, you can, but you're not ever allowed to look at her in the face. You're not allowed to kiss her on the lips. I wouldn't want you're to You're not allowed her. to make her come. <laughs> Basically, yeah. I want you to have such a horrible time that you come back and go, I also never want to have sex again either. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, I just don't think I could cope. Or you say, off you go and never even remotely hint at anything that you're doing and don't tell me about it because if I don't know, then... It can't I don't know happen. if I could do that. I yeah, I could do it. You know what I'm like? Fucking hell, mate. I'd be like a drill sergeant. He'd walk yeah. through the door and I'd have, it'd be like the Spanish Inquisition. I'd have him uh, chained to a fucking chair and I'd be like, what did you do? How did you do it? How yeah. long did it last? What did That's she it. look like? Everything. Does she have a hairy minge? You know, does she Need wax to know her ass off? All the details. Oh, she's better than me, is she? Do you yeah, want to leave for her? Do all of that, like cross examination and just see how quickly <laughs> oh he breaks. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm the same. I couldn't cope. Steve, I'm, I'm not like, I'm not mentally built for that. Sharing no, I'm not. Stuff, I'm not no. good at sharing anyway. I don't like to share food. So no, exactly. Can't I'm not going to share penis. Um, have you got a story? Ah, uh, we've had like a nice little appreciation. Oh yes, mes- message. Shall I, I read it? Appreciation. Yes. We like we like our fannies being flamed. We do flamed fanned, not flamed. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> Ladies, I fucking love the podcast and you pair ofs. You make me laugh on the regs. However, today you pair had me crying, not with laughter. Oh, Lord. Oh, God. You had me crying because this week's podcast had me right in the feels. You've both said what I think all the time about whether I'm doing a good enough job as a mum, feeling the judgment of other people, the grim thoughts that some things will happen to my beautiful baby boy. Literally everything you've said, I've thought about nonstop over the past year since becoming a mum. Thank you so much for making this incredible podcast. (laughs) Podcast. Let's call it a podcast from podcast. now on. Uh, especially this episode. I know if I need a laugh, I pick. <clears throat> it's a pick-me-up I need to listen to, ladies. And I feel like I've got a little mum club of hilarious, non-judgmental mum pals in my pocket all the time. Oh. Cracking work, ladies. It's true, though, isn't it? Fucking yeah. it's crippling. It's a- it absolutely cripples me sometimes. What, being a mum? Yeah, I mean, obviously, oh, all God, of that. Mate, but it's like, you know, like waking up this morning and thinking, oh, my God, fucking hell, I wasn't, you know, Good I wasn't enough kind yesterday. enough to him in the night yeah. because I was begging him to go to sleep even though he was sad. And by the way, after what felt like me getting up about fucking 29 times, I said, did you just fart? No, I just my leg was underneath my bum and it's gone absolutely all right. normal. All right, I'll let you off. <laughs> I said to Steve, I went, will you just... Fucking get up and go into him, please. Yeah. Like, yeah, but, yeah, but he doesn't like me. He went oh, in. God. Steve went into him. Guess what? Steve got him to go to sleep. Oh, it's really? Like, but it's sometimes if you just fucking try, he's like, yeah, but sometimes he hits me. He doesn't like me. Like, <laughs> I'm worried I'm going to make it worse. I'm like, well, just take the fucking abuse because I want to sleep. I know. Do you know what? That, I have to say that about Rob, it, where he um, definitely always always steps up in the night times like he's so good for that i'd say he does more than me at night 
because he uh, he can survive on less sleep than I can. I I, I, my, I get so discombobulated if no, I'm mate, sleep. No, mate, I can't cope with sleep without sleep. Steve can, so it yeah. pisses me off. He's, and, and I'm an not... insomniac, aren't I? So yeah. not only does it take me 25 million years to go to sleep, I'm very easily disturbed. And then if I am disturbed, like last night, getting into Oliver's bed, I was awake for an hour and a half before I went back to sleep. Yeah. Whereas Rob will just get up and then lie down and immediately be asleep. Yeah, so, like Steve. Yeah, he can, just ha- he can just handle it a lot more than me. But obviously, after Monday night, having two kids in the bed, I think Edith had pissed the bed, so there was no more bed sheets. Nice. <laughs> Oliver was freaking out. Oliver gets so freaked out in the night. Like, There's nothing you can do but just stay with him. Yeah, um, yeah he, he is good on that front. But there's so many other areas that he's just failing massively at. So, you know, it's, it's all balance. Well, it, it swings it is, around. It is balance, yeah. Basically, <laughs> just to confirm, our husbands are twats too. Um, but yeah, being a parent is fucking hard. It's so exhausting. It, it, like, it's not even about the comparison sometimes of being like, oh my, because sometimes I think, oh, Vic's absolutely nailing parenthood so much better than I am. What? I know, but it's the same thing. It's just, it's the comparison of like thinking fucking hell, you know, like my kids, do they have too much technology? Yeah. Or that, you know, that child, they go out and they spend more time doing this. And, you know, that child's better at this. Or like, oh my God, that child's like really good at writing. Maybe I should make my kids write more at home. It's all, it's just across the fucking board. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, and it's also like, it genuinely comes from this real deep desire to just get it right for them. I know, but I think there there has to be little bastards. Um, a level. The fact that you give a shit is always an indicator that you are a good parent. I think because if you didn't care, then you're a cunt. You know, like you care about how your actions impact your child. So to me, that makes you a good parent. And then the other thing is too, just everybody makes mistakes. We no one is perfect. We were talking about this before the record, weren't we? Oh my God, weren't we? Removing people from pedestals. And I said about the fact that my most recent set of therapy that I'm not in anymore was fantastic for that. uh, And it really helped me to, um, basically, my psychologist said, we're all flawed. Everybody, every single person you meet is flawed. They will have bad bits about them and they'll have good bits about them nobody on this planet is completely whole good it's not possible no, no because exactly. we're all built in the same way and obviously yeah. some people are fucking psychopaths so yeah. you know they're really far from ideal they've got loads of bad bits they've got they've got a lot more bad bits i think it's if there was a scale of one to ten they are very close to ten if not a whole ten with yeah. regards to bad bits inside them we're not a ten no you know no, but that, and that's it. That's it's healthy as well if you do remove people from those pedestals, especially yeah, and you do it a lot in parenting, don't you? Like you just said about thinking, oh, I'm nailing it at parenting, which I'm fucking not. Jesus Christ! I think recently parenting has been such a struggle going through grief as well, um, just not having any patience for them whatsoever and shouting like that's not something. Oh my god, me and Rob had a massive argument in the car the other day. <laughs> this is a perfect example of not not you know particularly doing great parenting but we were coming back from an event and um yeah we were in the car and then we got to this roundabout and I was trying to do some work on my phone um and then also simultaneously thinking about my dad getting cremated on Monday it's, it's, it's a, that's a moment isn't it yeah and I was literally thinking that and then Rob's like what what turn am I taking what turn am I taking even though we've got like g maps on the thing and then I looked up and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, this one. And it was to some mental, like, industrial estate. And he was like, Barry Fleet Estate, industrial estate. 
I don't think it's that one. Like so rude. And I just went, do not shout at me. Like that. And we don't really argue. He gets well aggy in the car. Probably the car is the, the place that is we're going to have an argument. But he jumped when I shouted because I shouted so loud. And then Edith was like, why are you, why are you fighting like that. Oh. And then I just burst into tears because I was like, oh, my God, and it was just absolute chaos. And my kids were witness to all of that. But that's just, that's part of life, isn't it? Well, you know, like our kids, they are like, they'll fight, let's say. Yeah. And I'll say, you don't see dad and I fight like that. Now, Steve and I play fight a lot. We yeah. always fuck about, like, even down to, like, if I'm leaving the house, one of us has to show the middle finger last. It's like a stupid game we have. We do it all the time. And the kids are like, yeah, you two fight all the time. And we're like, no, we don't. And like, yeah, you do. Like, daddy sometimes gets you in a headlock and then, like, you grab in between his legs. And I'm like, no, but we're playing. And he, they're like, so are we. You know, and like, no, oh, but it's right, yeah. it, Oh, it's, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hang on, it's it's different and they're like i said because we're not doing it and we're angry we're doing it and we're having fun it doesn't sound like you're having fun and now you're like oh my god don't fucking psychoanalyze me you little cunt <laughs> you're only seven you're only fucking yeah seven and twelve and they've completely twisted around oh and, and toby's like i tell my teacher that you and daddy fight i'm like oh great. thanks that's great news i'm yeah, so pleased that. that mrs jones now knows Absolutely. that dad and i kick the shit out of each other on a daily <laughs> great like the boys have never ever, you know, like we're the same. We don't shout very often. No. Very rare. Steve no. doesn't, he doesn't know. Like if he shouts, I cry. I don't like it because he never shouts and he's got a really deep voice. Yeah. So it's not very often occurrence in this house. Um, and yet, yeah, if you even remotely raise your voice, the kids are like, oh my God, oh, no, I'm going to it's like fucking out, mate. No, we're not. Oh, I I just think you know everything is about balance, isn't it? And it's not like that's such a rare occurrence that most of the time we are happy and amicable or whatever. And what is happy? Happy is not like we we're all designed to believe that happiness is happiness all the time, and that's not no. it. And like You've I got to go kids, through the shit bit. You do, and I've been so sad like so much of the time for the last year. Um, that I, you know, they'll be like, "Oh, are you feeling sad, mummy?" And um, I always say, yeah, I'm feeling sad. But then I'm just like, but that's the thing about feelings is that they never last. So they I'm come sad and now. They go, they're yeah, not like, permanent. They're not, nothing is permanent. And then Oliver's like, what's a window? Oh, don't. Do you know what, what the fun thing was this morning that I had? <laughs> so having had the most horrific night possible with Toby, and he did sleep in this morning, to be fair, because he'd had such an awful night. And I was laying in bed. I was awake. And you know when your kids are sleeping and you're too scared to move? So, like, my bladder felt like I it was about mate, to fucking... I don't, I don't know that feeling. My well, I can tell you that there's not much luxury because you literally live in pain because you want to go for a wee, but yeah. you're terrified. If you do that, you're going to wake them up. So you lay there just waiting. Anyway, and he's like, Mommy, Mommy. I went into him. I said, like, yes, mate. He's like, how can I have a card? I was like, yeah, that's fine. Do you want to come into bed with me? Yeah, gets into bed with me. Literally. The fucking first sentence that comes out of his mouth. Mummy, why are animals alive? <laughs> I can't deal with this shit. I don't, I don't, because they're alive just like we're alive. Uh, How are we alive? <laughs> Oliver's asked me every single day for like the last two months, 
um, whether it's September. Like, no, it's it's not September, mate. It's July, <laughs> and then no, it's still not September. It's well, okay. I I had messaged Vic uh, in the week to explain. So Toby had his best friend over for a sleepover the night well, before his birthday. Funny. And fuck my life, Toby did not understand the concept of a of a child coming here to sleep over. <laughs> so it, it, I said, um, you know, he's going to be coming and having a sleepover. So will he be in my bedroom? And I wake up and he stood there. I was like, well, no, he'll he's going to sleep the night. Will you collect him in the night and bring him to me? I was like... No, he's no, going to come. What he's going to do is he's going to stay over. That's yeah. what he's doing. And he was like, so what I'm going to do is I will go to sleep in my bed and then I will wake up the next day and you will have got him for me and he'll be in my room and he'll be stood waiting for me. I was like, mm, no. No. Does, and then in the end, I, do, like, I just go, yeah, that's what's happening. Even whatever the hell they're saying, even if I'm like, yeah, I, that's sure that's what's is, happening. Is then there's more questions about that. Yeah. How was but it, like, by the way? How it was, was fine. It? it was fine. It was oh, you were right. Fine. Okay. It worked fine. But Elliot said to him two days before, he was like, only two sleeps. And then James is coming over. And I was like, Elliot, shut the fuck up. Because he don't, doesn't understand that concept. Don't tell him about his friend coming around because I can't. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Just I, talk about emotionally, it, I cannot. <laughs> I can't. I haven't got it in me. I'm not in the place. All right. Uh, so let's round up, shall we? Um, if you would like to send us a story. Sorry, this is discombobulated as well. Yeah, it was, is, that was very abrupt. little is, change of tone there. But there we you are, go. We we're, are, on a, we're on a time schedule. It's summer it, holidays. It's not, it's not even more than it's the summer holidays, mate. And not, I can't. My brain doesn't function no, in any neighbor. form of pattern. It's erratic. Yeah, that's how I feel. It's erratic as my mood. Exactly. Um, so if you want to send us a story, any other business, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, you can email us at noholesbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can you do? It doesn't look attached, does it? No, it looks like you're holding up a foam leg. I don't know why I felt it was appropriate to show you yeah. my leg, but I sit I sit with it literally like right up here. And then I thought, I'll show Victoria my foam leg. Uh, you can head on over to our Instagram page at noholesbarpodcast and you can slide on into our DMs. Oh, yeah, that's it. I mean, yeah. you look dead behind the eyes. Oh, no, I've literally not an appropriate analogy to actually say after your dad <laughs> just died, but um, you did. <laughs> I do. I do. I just suddenly just thought about lunch. I was like, oh, I'm really hungry. What am I going to eat? to one. Ten to one. It's lunchtime. I've had an apple and a, a nectarine this morning. Oh, I haven't had an apple actually. I don't like apples. I had a banana. You need to get oh. some food, Daniel. Love. No, mate. Hold on, right. Hold on, Yeah, don't forget you can also buy sex toys from our website, which is www.nohosbarpodcast.com. And um, yeah, we will, well, I will see your face next week. On Monday. On Monday. All right, then. We'll see you slags next week. Next ne- week. Next week. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, it's been a rough one. All right. Next week. Next week. <laughs> You're absolute Neanderthal. <laughs> See you later. Bye.